Hi, I'm Ben. And I'm Lucas. And we are two aspiring filmmakers making unnecessary commentary on famous movies. Each week, we will randomly select a film to analyze, discuss, and review. We will select the film at the end of each podcast, so you will have ample time to watch the movie before the next episode. We are slightly qualified film students. Hello. All right, and we are back for Welcome another back episode. Welcome back to another episode. Slightly qualified film yeah. students. We are coming in this today week. with uh, a film from 2019, Marriage yep. Story, Netflix film starring uh, yeah. Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson. And unfortunately, um, Laura Dern. And also <laughs> Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta's in it too. What a legend. Uh, I I guess this is our second Ray Liotta movie, now that I think about it, because he's in Place Beyond the Pines too. That's true. Yeah. Now we just need Goodfellas and the B movie, and then uh, <laughs> we got all his classics. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this one, this one was hard to rewatch. I just watched it. Actually, I guess it's been like a year since I saw it for the first time. But uh, it's a sad, sad movie. It's very sad. Uh, it's kind of it's it's not quite on like Manchester by the Sea levels of depressing, but it's it's pretty bad, man. It's it's definitely hard to watch at some scenes. I cried uh, numerous times. I think th- maybe three or four times throughout the <laughs> film. Uh, yeah, man. This this film is it's it's pretty awesome. I love Noah Baumbach. I love obviously the life aquatic which he co-wrote and then the squid and the whale is pretty good too not my favorite but uh it's it's solid yeah, yeah i love noah yeah. bomb back he's made some really good films uh i've seen a lot of his movies i really like i don't know marriage story has ne- never made me cry this was my second time watching it too and it's never made me cry i like I, I don't know. I don't find it, like, super sad. I more find it, um, like, intense. It's, like, this raw intensity throughout it. Not in a thriller-type way, but in a very, like, dramatic-type way. And, I mean, obviously the fight scene is very grueling and brutal to watch. But a lot of it is also very just, like... You're just watching two people try and figure out their lives and then they kind of just get swept up in all of the law lawyer process of getting a divorce and it becomes more and more uh, difficult for them, especially Mm -hmm. having a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And then the situation, the divorce is not the cleanest. Uh, Obviously, things are escalated. And I think one of the key things with this movie is that it, uh, that Noah Baumbach wanted to do is show both perspectives equally. Um, you know, they even released two trailers um, for the movie, and like right from the start, it, it's very, it's not one-sided. There's no like one protagonist. You're supposed to see the goods and the bads of both sides, uh, and yeah it's it's really well written that's that's something i'll give it uh yeah noah bombeck's an incredible writer i i want to say yeah. he's a better writer than director but you know that's difficult to say because 
some of the movies he's directed has also been incredible like this i mean one. the direction in this film is pretty incredible it's pretty honestly. awesome yeah like h- how realistic his direction is like when they're people are talking and they're walking into rooms while they're talking and going and mm-hmm. doing stuff opening cabinets like you never see that in movies usually when people talk in films they're like sitting at a table talking or they're like you know standing across from each other and talking but in real life you don't do that you're walking around you're going into other rooms yeah you're like grabbing clothes you're grabbing some water and that's real life and i think he really captures that in this film totally and this film is it's kind of similar to the squid and the whale in that sense i feel like the squid and the whale is very like a true adaptation of custody but at the same time the characters in the squid and the whale feel like they just kind of feel like i don't know like pretentious like it's it doesn't feel (laughs) as relatable uh but this movie these seem just like everyday people like you know they don't feel it's it seems very extremely rooted in reality which uh is one of the key factors that makes these performances from both scarlett johansson and adam driver incredible is just because it's it's honestly not over the top even though there's like insane emotional moments they're also able to play those like casual moments super Mm -hmm. well too in the subtleties like i don't know when like adam driver uh scarlett johansson's mom still still likes adam driver just like little things like that just little funny non-sad tidbits or non-intense tidbits are still adding to these incredible performances yeah definitely this was one of my favorite films of 2019 it was my most anticipated film of 2019 um that's funny yeah i couldn't wait for this (laughs) film to come out it's like a new star wars there's like all this stuff uncut gems actually i don't think i'd heard of uncut gems until like a year after it came out yeah i think looking back my highest ranked film of this year is waves actually so oh yeah i guess so yeah waves yeah i think that's the same for me i think i have waves at the highest but i like just found out about waves yeah a few months ago yeah Yeah. i don't even i think i still have uncut gems higher than marriage story for sure too yeah yeah but marriage story uh i think adam uh adam driver low-key got snubbed i mean it's hard because like just being up against joaquin phoenix playing the joker yeah is, like impossible to win i mean but i don't know i, I just think know. adam driver's performance was this better I, I, Walking Phoenix's performance is pretty incredible, but I just, Adam Driver's performance in this film is so, it's just so good that it deserves something. Like, I, I wish Walking hadn't swept, I, you know, I wish they'd had a bit more of a fight for the Oscar. I feel like. I, I wish that, I wish that the movies like came out in different years so then they could yeah. both win. But I mean, honestly, I think they could have given like maybe. The critics choice to adam driver give him the bafta and then let joaquin take the golden globe and the oscar i don't know i feel like he deserves something but you know 
everyone was i mean walking phoenix's performance is pretty incredible and it's much more big so a lot of people yeah. is, are noticing noticed it more so yeah um totally okay yeah. let's get a plot summary oh true i think it was pretty uh pretty vague you know it's no bomb back yeah nice and short <clears throat> A stage director and his actor wife struggle through a grueling coast-to-coast divorce that pushes them to their personal and creative extremes. Yeah. Yep. It's just just about divorce. Just this couple going through a divorce. Uh, It's, you know, and like the aftermath, how it affects their relationship with their kids, with their, really with everybody. I mean... It's it's just a brutal portrayal. It's the real deal, man. It's it's harsh. It's not a it's not shying away from anything. There obviously the uh argument scene is like notably um, you know, famously intense between them. But I feel like there's multiple scenes that like match that raw energy almost the I mean pretty much the entire movie. It's just it's 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 honestly pretty amazing man it's a really good movie (laughs) really really good yeah uh okay well let's do standout scenes here and i mean yeah the fight scene is the standout scene in this movie without a doubt um it was my favorite scene of 2019 of all the films that came out in 2019 yeah it's my favorite scene because it's It's just so brutal and it's like a shame to not pick it. And it's the fact that even now, when I watch this film, and maybe my... I don't know. I watched this scene quite a few times because I was, you know, talking about it to people and showing people it, and it's like... But even now, when I watched it, and I was halfway through it, not really feeling anything, and I was like, okay, maybe I'm, like, desensitized to it now. But just when it peaks when it climaxes it adam driver doesn't saying fail. he hopes that she dies it, it's it, so it's just your heart ugh. starts pounding in this mm-hmm. raw suspense intensity and, it, and when he just crumbles to the floor and starts crying i mean that scene i don't think will ever fail to amaze me no matter how many times i watch it um yeah it's yeah. the best scene in the movie, but I uh, I chose another scene because I figured, you know, that might be a little too obvious. Um, yeah, sure. So I'm actually going to choose. I really love the scene where Adam Driver is like at a at a bar and he just he's just going to he's going to sing a song. And I read some analysis on this scene, which are very interesting, but I feel like it's one of the parts besides you know the raw intensity but it's a moment where adam driver can really shine through his nuance of his performance he has just quote-unquote lost in the divorce and we have just seen scarlett johansson kind of celebrating with her lawyer singing her own song with her family and then we see adam driver going through his day-to-day life in new york alone and he sings this song randomly at the bar that's being played on the piano and there's so much emotion and brutality in his eyes as he's singing it he sits down for a second then gets back up and keeps singing 
and he's talking to himself as he's singing and making all of these comments and it's such and it's all done in one take also and it's just such a brutally uh nuanced scene if you just stare at his eyes and how much emotion and pain he's feeling in that moment even though he didn't lose the divorce in a awful way he has lost a bit of custody of his son uh like 10 percent, but that's still you know that's still something and you know he's just alone and I, i think that's a really great scene yeah i think that my scene other than the uh argument scene is uh is the scene where um uh the someone comes to assess how good of a parent charlie is yeah. Uh, with Henry. And I don't know, man. The scene is just heartbreaking. <laughs> watching also like hilarious. <laughs> also hilarious. But it's also heartbreaking. Because you're just watching Adam Driver, like, almost realize that he isn't as connected with his son as he thought he was. Because uh, he's spending all his time working on his plays. That their mm-hmm. bond is just kind of, like, awkward. And it's just a very sad scene. And then it peaks, obviously, and he, like, cuts himself. Accidentally slits his wrist. <laughs> Accidentally slits his wrist in front of her. And then he's like, yo, I didn't mean to do that. Lol. And then she's like, uh, should I get some help? And he's like, no, I'm fine. And she leaves, and he just, like, passes out on the kitchen floor. Uh, that scene, but that line when she's talking to, uh, when she's talking to his son... And she says, oh, what do you do when you're here? And he's like, well, when I'm with my dad, I, uh, I like, play with Lego and stuff. And then she's like, what about at your mom's? And he says, at home, and then talks about it. But it's just that one word when he says, at home. And you see yeah. Adam Driver's reaction to that because he realizes what that means, that, you know, he that his son is, that's his home. He believes that that's his home. It's just so, yeah, so sad super sad uh yeah so do we have any audience questions this week uh we got one question sweet who who do you side with more adam driver or scarlett johansson throughout the divorce brah uh (laughs) i i don't know i mean i think the first time i was watching it I had started to lean more towards Adam Driver at first, but then obviously it's revealed that he was cheating on her. And then I kind of leaned the other direction. Uh, But honestly, in the end, it just kind of cancels itself out because, yes, Adam Driver cheated on her, but also she's the one who lawyered up and ended up getting more out of the divorce. Like, she ended up with better terms. And, I mean, it's just, like, it's impossible to pick a side. The point is, like, not to pick a side and to just display it as everybody is in the wrong and just show the reality. So I I don't know how to answer that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think that it's a lot easier to side with Adam Driver in this film just because it's Adam Driver and, uh, you know... You just feel bad for him because he's kind of getting bullied by Laura Dern and no one likes Laura Dern. 
And I uh, no hate offense. Laura Dern. <laughs> I hate Laura Dern, bro. Which is, it's good casting on their part because, you know, she is playing this kind of awful lawyer. I don't think but, that, I don't know how common it is to hate Laura Dern. I, I hate Laura Dern. <laughs> My mean, dad hates Laura Dern. I don't know what it is about her. I just can't stand her. It's just, just that she's, like, not even, like, that good of an actor, and she just gets to be in everything. I don't know. Like, it's just something about the way she... I don't know. Anyway, she she swept she, the award season, won everything for this film. Um, I mean, I do like October I, Sky, actually. She's pretty good at You that. know, I was watching her performance throughout this film, because I, you know, I watched this film before any of the awards happened, and I was like... Okay, Laura Dern, show me why you won every award. Show me why you won supporting actress. And I didn't see it. I didn't. I couldn't see it. It's, it makes no she, sense. She's not. She Scarlett do Johansson should have won supporting actress for Jojo Rabbit and gotten both. Yeah, that was a better I performance. I mean, I'm not saying Laura Dern does a bad performance. She does what she needs to do for the character, but it, it's not Oscar worthy. Because she doesn't really have to do anything with her character. She just kind of says some lawyer stuff, and that, that's about it. Like, I don't know. I feel like there were a lot more interesting supporting actress performances in 2019. So many more. Um, Way better. Yeah. But, yeah, man. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't So basically, Adam anyone. Driver solely because Laura Dern sucks. Yeah, sort of. Um,. But I, I do think, even though you do kind of subconsciously maybe side with Adam Driver, he is in the wrong at the same time. It makes no sense that he wants to be in New York. I mean, yes, it makes sense in his context, but it's in a selfish reason, and I see that also. I mean, it's very selfish, what he wants. And they she, Scarlett selfish. Johansson says that quite a few times. It's all It's only about what he wants. And it's true. Because you can tell that Charlie prefers L.A. He says it... I mean, not Charlie. Henry prefers L.A. He says it many times throughout the film. So, yeah. I don't think Adam Driver is in the right here either. But just because of Laura Dern, you just kind of side with him a bit more. I don't know. You don't yeah. want Laura Dern to win. You want Ray Liotta exactly. to win. <laughs> exactly. You want Ray Liotta to take the dub. Also, wait. What's that one scene with the other lawyer where he's like... Uh, I can like see myself in you because like i just went through my second wedding or my second marriage he was like, like oh i see uh you remind me of myself after my second marriage yeah like oh nice installing a lot of confidence in me <laughs> the divorce attorney has gone through a couple himself all right yeah nice uh well, okay well if there's no more audience questions Mm -hmm. Then uh, we'll take a quick break and then we'll hop right into the review. Awesome. Hey, hey. we're back. Uh, heading in. into story and originality. Yes. Out of ten. I mean, yeah. There's, it's just, it's a simple story, told extremely well. It's what it is. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's very rooted in reality. So I mean, there's not 
like crazy innovation in terms of the storytelling here. Um, but I mean, honestly, before this, I, I've yet to really see this kind of portrayal of divorce in movies. I mean, it's just... Well, Kramer versus Kramer is kind of the original. Yeah. Meryl Streep. I just haven't Dustin seen Hoffman. it. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this this film, there isn't a lot of movies, first of all, that are just about divorce because it's kind of sad for a Hollywood film. Yeah. Um, especially if it's about divorce and it doesn't have a happy ending, it's not really going to be targeted to the, you know, a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So there aren't a lot made. And when they are made, they're often about the aftermath of the divorce where like the parents are split up but they're just like you know maybe slowly falling back in love with each other or it's about like the actual just um well honestly the only other one i can think of is blue valentine where it's like about the just a marriage falling apart so Marriage Story is kind of the in-between of those two movies where it's about the actual divorce process through yeah. like, looking at the lawyers, the law, and all that stuff. So it's pretty interesting. There aren't a lot of films out there like that. Yeah. And, like, once again, it's not, like, a crazy story by any means, but it's honest and it's very true to life. And I really respect that. And it's told extremely well. So, I mean... I I really, it's a, I have a hard time docking any marks for story or originality. I mean, it's it's a very very solid, simple simple story. Uh, I mean, Noah Baumbach comes up with some of the craziest and best stories in uh, in the modern yeah. age. I mean, he didn't he doesn't miss. He definitely didn't miss with this one. No, no, he doesn't. Uh, I gave it a 9 out of 10 for story and originality. Yeah, I gave it the 9% too. Uh, yeah, really nothing nothing bad. Not perfect, obviously, but mm-hmm. extremely good. Beginning out of 5%, I really love the way that this film opens. Yes, yes. Yeah. Right, you get to see both both sides right away. Um, told from the opposite person's perspective, which is a very interesting way to do exposition mm-hmm. on your characters. It's yeah. not like they're they're narrating themselves. You're watching their partner narrate them as they're you're seeing like candid footage footage of them going through life, which is a very interesting way to set up your characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's incredible. Uh, it's. It's it's just like it's beautiful. It's it's narration. Who cares? Like because they're they're both um they're in the marriage counseling. Yeah. Supposedly writing things uh that they love about each other. And it's just it's it's really beautiful, man. Like the stuff that they say, all the little things, you know, Adam Driver, he he looks forward to waking up in the middle of the night. Uh they they're they're just like the little things it just these little touches to each of their characters it's really beautiful exposition 
And then it just like hard cuts to them sitting there in marriage counseling, like with all that distance between them. And then you're just like, damn. Yeah. I mean, they obviously somewhat love each other, but it's not working out. And it's just, it's hard. Amazing opening. Yeah, it's a really great opening. Uh, Yeah, it gets you into it right away. The music is really beautiful. And yeah, I gave it a solid four out of five. Yeah, same here. Four percent out of five. Super, super solid. Love this beginning. Ending out of five percent. Now, the beginning is linked to the ending here because we see Adam Driver reading uh, Scarlett Johansson's letter that she wrote at the beginning of the film that she never actually reads out in the marriage counseling. Yeah. And uh, that scene is really beautiful. Him sitting there with his son reading it and just crying and then yeah. they you know they go trick-or-treating and he walks down the street carrying his son and that's kind of the end of the movie um yeah and i you wept know, it isn't, profusely <laughs> it isn't like a fulfilling ending you know nothing it's it's just real life it's like yeah they're divorced now and that's that and it's sad but that's life and that's kind of how the ending plays off and i i really like that it's not trying to you know make this grand ending it's just kind of like yeah this is the end of their relationship and they're still gonna be there for each other because of their kid but other than that that that's that's that that's life that's that's Mm -hmm. it yeah i mean i cried a lot the first time and the second time I saw this ending, uh, it's just, like, it's it's not even sad, because it's, it's not, this divorce isn't played off, well, it is, but at this moment in the ending, like, Adam Driver is, he didn't lose his success because of the divorce, he, like, his life isn't necessarily ruined, like, He'll get. He's gonna be able to move on. Is what. Well, at least you think. Um, yeah. It's just like the harsh reality. There's nothing insanely sad about it. Uh, it's not over dramatic. It doesn't end with like him breaking down. Super sad. It's. It's kind of hopeful. I mean, he's. Uh, he moves back to L.A. and he's chilling with his son. So in some ways, you know, he's happy. And yeah. It's just a super solid ending. Not perfect in my eyes, but it's it's pretty close. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yes. I gave it a uh, four out of five. I also yeah. like how the credits roll and you're just watching them walk down the street, get in their car. Mm-hmm. It's just a nice final shot there. Yeah. Four out of five. Yeah. Let's move solid on. Screenplay dialogue. Screenplay and dialogue out of eight. I mean... Now, uh... Yeah. <laughs> I mean... It's full marks. It's full marks. This should have won best screenplay, in my opinion. I mean... It is a crime. You know, Parasite is great, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, also pretty good. But Marriage but Story just... should have won best screenplay here. 
I'm not talking about best picture, but best screenplay it deserved, without a doubt. I think Parasite is a fantastic film, but I don't think that the screenplay is the best quality of it. Yes, it has awesome twists and turns, but that ending just, it, it doesn't stick the landing. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is also really well written, but it's a little long, I mean, and I feel like Tarantino could have cut a bit out. Marriage Story is like the perfect screenplay, in my opinion. It's here's really, what I'll really... say. Parasite and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood are crazy good ideas. Like, yeah, they're much more sure. complex and original ideas. But, like, sure. if you're looking at it on, like, a pure dialogue and just... Like the screenplay, not even the story, just like the actual the words writing. written. Yeah. Like Marriage Story is just far superior. Oh yeah. Like Parasite and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood have crazy original stories. You know, but it's just, it's got to be Marriage Story. It's it's actually criminal that the only accolade, at least at the Oscars, got was Laura Dern. Was Laura Dern? It's ridiculous. <laughs> like that's so sad. That's so sad. I mean, this it, it deserved writing the most, in my opinion. You know, yeah. I never really expected it to win Best Picture. Uh, I mean, Best Actor, we all knew Joaquin was going to win. Best yeah. Actress, I thought Scarlett Johansson had a shot, for sure. Had a chance. But um, Renee Zellweger was sweeping that year also. Um, it's, it's just a shame, man. This movie yeah. did not win enough awards. But no, it didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, but the dialogue is fantastic in this film. It feels so natural and honest, and I love how all of the fights, especially the big fight sequence, is written. It's one of the most realistic fights you'll ever witness on film. Usually yeah. film fights are a minute long, and they consist of quick dialogue that slowly builds up until it climaxes and that's the end the marriage story fight it's about seven to eight minutes long it's constantly going up and down and up and down they start yelling at each other and then they relax for a bit they bring up a new subject and then it starts climaxing again and that's how real fights are you don't just yell at each other about one thing a bunch of different stuff starts getting brought up. Tangents happen. People start talking mm -hmm. about this and that, and you get mad about this, and you start walking into other rooms and folding clothes and still yelling at each other. And it's it's brilliant. I mean, the blocking in that scene is incredible, but also just how the dialogue flows and how natural it feels and how we eventually get to that, that ending. I mean, mm -hmm. that's just that scene, but this entire film feels like very realistic through its dialogue yeah i without a doubt eight percent out of eight uh yeah. full marks yeah, no question soundtrack out of seven percent this is a pretty beautiful score i like the score yeah it's it's, it's, it's very good. uh calm melancholy they also got yeah. some nice song selections uh mm -hmm. yeah it's it's a good soundtrack. It fits the tone. Um, it plays over a lot of sequences, like the the opening sequence. There's their theme plays over the entire time, and that theme comes back once in a while, 
whenever there's like moments where you see that they still care about each other, which is an interesting way to use your score. Um, but I also do like the absence of score in this film too. Uh, there's a lot of scenes where there's just yeah. no soundtrack and it's very important because it adds a lot of intensity, especially in that fight sequence. <laughs> like with no, with, if that scene had a score, it'd be kind of, it just wouldn't feel as real as raw as when it's just, you know, silence. Um, yeah. So I think, it, I think the scoring is pretty good in this movie and the choices of when to use music and when to just cut it all out is uh, very strong in my opinion. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, it's a beautiful score. I mean, it's, it's not perfect. It's not Alexander Desplat. It's not a, anything like that but i mean it totally fits the vibe it's very low-key like you were saying and yeah totally appreciate the silence uh i i really have no problems with this score i think it's beautiful it's not incredible by any means but i i really like it yeah i gave it a six out of seven same here six percent out of seven Production design, costumes, and set is next. I I think that the production design in this film is really really good. Uh, I I like that Charlie moves into that uh, like temporary, um, like the apartment that the fight scene is in, and he's he's got to move all the stuff in. It, it feels very plain, uh, and it really like sets the tone. For a lot of the scenes in there just like how bare it is um because it just kind of mats that matches the uh kind of depressing vibe because of how empty this house feels um and yeah i think that all the house sets are super nice and detailed uh i think the costumes are pretty solid too uh and yeah i like the attention to detail i mean it's not amazing production design but uh that's definitely definitely really solid nothing really wrong with it for sure yeah and that contrast between scarlett johansson's house and uh adam driver's place and just showing this kind of difference in where they are in life i like their new york apartment how that looks and mm -hmm. also they're like their stage company they have lots of cool costumes that they show off in the beginning uh, I yep. love his Invisible Man costume that he wears uh, during Halloween. Yeah. Little stuff like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I gave it a 5 out of 6 for production yeah. design. I gave it the 5% too. Location selection at a 6%. I think there's some really great locations in this film. Um, mm -hmm. Especially the lawyer, the lawyer buildings, all of the like courthouse stuff. Um, but there's also just some really nice bleak Los Angeles scenery that we see throughout this film. And all of that stuff contrasted with this very, like, dull brown color grade. It's very kind of just just sad, <laughs> which, which yeah. totally fits the tone. For sure. And, I mean, I think that in general... I like the variety of locations. There's there's montages at the start where you just see them going about day-to-day -day life. Uh, 
this isn't necessarily an indie film by any means. I think it had like a $20 million budget or something. Uh, mm-hmm. But I mean, the location selection is overall very solid. A lot of it takes place indoors or on sets. Um, well, I guess not really. I mean, Noah Baumbach, he did that interview where he said, you know, they were out yeah. looking looking for houses that fit. Yeah. Or like apartments that fit. That. Yeah, they were out looking for the apartments that fit Noah Adam Driver's vibe. So, I mean, yeah, props. That's a great location. Uh, yeah. yeah, super good. And even, you know, got a lot of, like, contrast of Los Angeles and New York. There's a lot of really nice shots of Adam Driver just walking through New York City, which is always mm-hmm. just pretty easy to get location marks there. Um, yeah, I give it also a 5 out of 6 for location selection. Yeah, same here. 5% out of 6. Uh, that takes us to our second break, and then we're going to hop back in with cinematography. Okay, we're okay. back. Hopping um, into cinematography. In- cinematography out of 10 now this was like a tough category for me yeah the cinematography is pretty simple in this film but it's also very beautiful in its own way yeah it's it's i like that it's very simple for sure um there's not too much bokeh we were just talking about that aspect ratio during the break 1.66 to 1 it, it feels uh, just like a little more scaled back, less like you're watching a big budget movie, which I think helps it like root everything in reality because you're watching this. It's not widescreen. It's not insanely dramatically lit. It just it feels very simple and it just really yeah. lets the actors steal the show. And I appreciate that. It feels very and indie, then on the, you know? Yeah, it does. And I mean, it's not a huge budget movie, but... And a lot of that was probably going to the actors. Oh, for sure. I mean, this fair. cast runs deep. This cast 18 million, super deep. you know, Adam Driver, Scarlett Johansson, Ray Liotta, Laura Dern were all probably getting paid the big bucks. So, yeah. Know, I would estimate that this film actually taking away their salaries had like nine million probably yeah i mean yeah i think that overall cinematography like it's it totally fits the vibe but at the same time it's also not like on the same level of beauty as some of the nines or tens i've given so i was i don't know i was like on the fence with this one yeah, I really like the film grain in this film. It's like very mm-hmm. intense, the graininess, which makes yeah. it kind of I just of saw this movie like... Zola, and it's very grainy too. Yeah, it feels like you're watching kind of like a home video because of how grainy film grain the footage is, which is pretty cool, especially with that aspect ratio. Um, yeah. yeah, but yeah. it is fairly simple, but the framing is pretty beautiful like that fight sequence and how 
as the fight becomes more and more intense, like the camera gets closer and closer and closer in on their faces mm -hmm. until yeah. at there's a point where it's basically just like their like eyes and mouth in frame, which is you know cool cinematography choice. But yeah, I give it eight out of ten for cinematography. Yeah, I gave it the eight percent out of ten as well. Uh, it's it's close. It's close, but it's not quite um not quite a nine uh yeah so let's move in to editing at eight percent i think that the editing in this film is pretty strong i think it's super strong uh it's it's just the little things like the way that the the argument scene is cut together um once again it's not in your face but it's just like solid, solid pacing in these scenes, which is really, really important to make these moments feel legit and feel real, is the pacing with the editing in all these scenes. Um, and they really nailed it. Uh, yeah, no, nothing, definitely no standout mistakes or anything. I mean, it's overall solid with some excellent pacing in the more intense scenes. Yeah, excellent, excellent pacing. Um, and, yeah, I mean, the only thing for me is there is some uh, fade transitions. Honestly, fade to blacks. There's a lot of fade to blacks. Yeah. Which uh, I always prefer just a hard cut to black. Don't like those fade to blacks. Mm -hmm. um, it feels like I'm watching a movie on cable and it's fading to commercials. Um, <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, I like the editing. It's paced masterfully, this film, because this film is basically just dialogue, and it could get boring if it's not snappy, if we're not if we're getting scenes that feel unimportant. And this mm -hmm. film stays entertaining throughout, in my opinion. Yeah, so I gave editing a solid 6 out of 8. Yeah, for sure. I don't think that the pacing is enough to bring it up to a 7, but definitely a strong six percent here acting out of 10 now i hate laura dern but my hate for laura dern and my thinking that ray liotta is mediocre in this movie isn't enough for me to not call these two of the best performances i've seen in a long time uh and what like i mean adam driver and scarlett johansson give career-defining performances in this movie. Yep. Uh, especially Scarlett Johansson. No offense. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Adam, Adam Driver, Driver has done similar stuff before. I mean, he was on the show Girls, where he had to do some major fight scenes also in that film, uh, TV mm -hmm. series. Scarlett Johansson, I mean, she's done some good stuff. Lost in Translation. You know, but I feel like this is her best performance to date. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen all her movies, but you know, I mm -hmm. feel like this is her best performance. I don't like Laura Dern, but I'm not going to say she gave a bad performance. I think her performance is fine in this movie. It's definitely not bad enough to take away points. Ray Liotta, I think, is okay. He doesn't have much to do in this film, but I think he's kind of funny when he needs to be. Um, yeah. And... I actually think the kid that plays Henry was pretty good. Like a pretty good kid actor we got here. Yeah, no. Totally solid kid actor. Um, 
I think he was playing it pretty solidly. I wasn't ever taken out of this film from his performance, uh, which is saying a lot. I mean, yeah. I, this isn't even a question for me. This is a 10 out of 10 for acting, just because yeah. of Adam no Driver and Scarlett Johansson's performance. I mean, it's incredible. It got acting noms in most of the acting categories. I feel like they could have won at least Scarlett Johansson. I think Adam Driver could have won also, but, you know... Easy yeah, 10 man. out of 10 for me for acting. Easy 10% for me, too. Yeah, no question. Entertainment value out of 10. This one's, like, a bit trickier for me. Because, I don't know. This this film, it's not a pleasant viewing. <laughs> it's not like a come home on Friday and you're like, ah, time to sit back, relax, and watch Marriage Story. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like I could throw this movie on once in a while. I don't know, man. That's twisted. Nah, it's not not like Manchester by the Sea levels of depression. It's just... It's just not, like, a fun movie. I mean, there are funny moments, for sure. Uh, But I don't know, man. I don't think I'm going to rewatch this for a while. Uh, It's... It's just intense and you know. It's it's entertaining for sure, but it's uh it's it's a it's a bit of a slow burner. Like it's it's very intense, but at the same time when you're dealing with a plot that is um just centered around like uh two characters going through a divorce, it's gonna be just basically back and forth scenes of these characters arguing and talking uh, for two hours and 20 minutes, which is not on paper the most entertaining thing. I mean, I think that this film does it in a pretty fast-paced and exciting way, but still not the most entertaining film. I find this film pretty entertaining, honestly. I really enjoy it. Mm. Um... I loved it the first time I watched it. I really liked it this time also. I don't know. Like, I'm weird. I watch these kind of movies and enjoy them. Like, Blue Valentine's one of my all-time favorite films. And not, like, a first-viewing kind of film. Like, I've seen Blue Valentine, I think, four times. Uh, because I'm weird. I, I just... I, I kind of like these movies that are about, you know... Stuff like this. I, I don't know. It's not... I feel like it's not depressing enough to make me not want to watch it, like Manchester by the Sea, but it's also not, you know, happy enough that I'll, I feel like I'm watching a comedy. It's like it's like a happy middle for me that I can, I can watch this anytime. I just need a good drama, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I gave it a 9 out of 10 for uh, entertainment. Yeah, I gave it a solid 8% out of 10 for entertainment value it's a high eight uh but not quite on the same level as some of the nines i've given so which is pretty much everything because i haven't given a 10 yet uh or maybe i did actually i think i did for the life Life aquatic yeah and possibly brazil too probably brazil i can't remember uh yeah 
Let's move on to overall technical achievement out of 15. Uh, you know, I think that this film is extremely solid technically, but it's just not pushing it enough to breach into the 14 realm. Uh, I think that it's the creative aspects of this film that really stand out, not so much its technical prowess. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Looking at it, I think a lot of it is screenplay, but I still think it's pretty solid technically. Um, the cinematography, even though it's not like experimental by any means, it's still very beautiful in its framing and stuff. Um, yeah, I, I, I gave it a 13 out of 15. I feel mm -hmm. like it's, it's definitely a solid 13 and matches all the other 13s I've given. Yeah, I give it a 13% as well. Super, super solid. Uh, yeah, so we will take a quick break, tally up our final scores, and then we'll come back and spin the wheel for next week. Okay, we're right. back. And we have our um, final scores tallied up. Final scores it's a high tallied one. up. So this film's a banger. So uh, it's probably going to score pretty high on our list here. Uh, yeah. Overall, Marriage Story, I gave it an 86%. So it's an A. It gets the A-. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. 86%. Uh, yeah, and I gave Marriage Story an 87%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Pretty much agreed on this one. The only difference was entertainment value. Yeah, so this puts it tied exactly with Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Uh. Ooh. Mm. That's tough. That's interesting. I mean, I think I prefer Marriage Story as a film, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So that means that so. Marriage Story is moving into our number 12 spot, and Spider-Man is down to the number 13 spot. So Goodwill Hunting is no longer in our top 15. Wow. <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> uh, that's rough. Let's go. I mean, yeah, it's a screenplay film. Yeah. 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 Uh, even though it's like in my top 20 of all time. Damn. Okay. Well, it's time to spin the wheel and see what we're getting next week. Let's go. I want a thriller. Um, I want something exciting. Ben, ben and I both want a thriller. We want something hype. And I really want to rewatch um, Fear and Loathing too. So, I haven't seen yes, it in like a year. Yes, so I want to yes. do that too. Okay, I got QuickTime Player up. New screen recording. Uh, turn up my volume. Okay, and we are spinning. In three, two, one. Ooh. Oh. Nice. <laughs> Okay, we have landed on a movie called um, You Were Never Really Here. 
Oh. I've been meaning. And is it a thriller? Yes, it is. It is a thriller. I've been meaning. A very intense thriller, actually. I've been meaning to watch this. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, Actually, yeah. What can you tell us uh, about it? It's Walking Phoenix. It is extremely intense. It's pretty, uh, pretty brutal, honestly, um, in its content. Hmm. It's, uh, it has, like, Taxi Driver vibes to it. Um, actually quite a bit. But it, it's, it, it's, I would say, even more, even darker than Taxi Driver. Um, yeah. I, I watched this movie, like, three years ago. And it kind of disturbed me. But I'm kind of hyped to rewatch it. Damn. I don't remember it that well. The honestly. director, Lynn Ramsey, is the director of We Need to Talk About Kevin. And also Rat... We Need to Talk About and Kevin. And Rat Catcher, which I've been meaning to watch. Uh, which, uh, if anyone has seen We Need to Talk About Kevin, it has a very similar tone, this movie. Very raw intensity. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's for sure. You can say that again. Uh, so I'll get, I have the plot synopsis here. <clears throat> when a teenage girl goes missing, a jaded, brutal enforcer attempts a rescue mission. He uncovers corruption and abusive power along the way and will use any means necessary to save this girl. Damn. Cool. I'm excited. Uh, I don't know if it's streaming yeah. or anything, but everybody got to... F- I believe it's on Amazon, okay. so if anyone has... Got to find a way to watch it before watch next it week. There. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so coming in with you, we're never really here next week. Uh, thank you for listening to mm-hmm. Marriage Story. Yeah, I'll see you guys next week. we'll see you all next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Slightly Qualified Film Students. Make sure to tune in next week for a new film discussion and review. Our theme song is Slightly Sexy by Thompson Springs. Make sure to subscribe and leave us a like. Send us feedback and comments as well as your thoughts on the film. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at S underscore Q underscore F underscore S. If you would like to send us a question or a comment for next week's episode, you can email us at sqfilmstudents at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Bye.